Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. On the record with White House correspondent April Ryan. I am so pleased and honored to be on the phone for this next installment of On the Record with April Ryan with the man of the hour, um, the man who's encouraging everyone to vote. But this man happens to be in Florida. He's running uh, on the Democratic ticket for governor. I'm talking about none other than Mayor Andrew Gillum. Thank you for joining me, sir. Hello, Sister Ryan. Thank you so much for having me with you today. Well, we are talking just days after you um, had this sparring match with uh, DeSantis. And uh, for all intents and purposes, it seems like you came out the victor. You were Ali in this match. Um, Oh, I'll take it. (laughs) I mean, it was even though the president tweeted talking about the president of the United States tweeted about how DeSantis won and he didn't talk about what happened in the in the matchup on CNN, he talked about how you have a failed city, a city that he is uh, basically in charge of as well. Um, talk to me yeah. about that. Talk to me about, you know, the aftermath of this debate. Yeah, well, first off, uh, the, the president is delirious and his, his apprentice, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, shares in that delirium. They, they have mastered at making up stories, making up facts, both facts, uh, if you will. Um, and I had to, at every turn, shred those on the debate stage because these folks believe if they say it loud enough and in repetition that it will somehow make it true. Well, listen, we're all entitled to our own opinions, but we're not entitled to our own facts. And the fact is, is that I lead a city that is experiencing a five-year low in our crime rate. We're on a trajectory to be at a 20-year low and our crime rate this year, April, and we did it at the same time, arresting fewer people. What they're terrified of is the success that we've had. Uh, they call my city the uh, highest crime-ridden uh, uh, city. People are terrified to run down the streets. Uh, uh, families are terrified to move there, except that my city was rated just this week the number one place in the state to raise a family. We got a number one parks and recreation system. Uh, the first year I was mayor, we were ranked one of the best places in America to start a new business. Uh, uh, as my first year as mayor, we were also ranked an all-America city. Uh, we are the eighth largest city in the state of Florida, and our crime rate is 28th in the state. All right, 28th. And so uh, these folks um, are completely terrified that they have met uh, the match of somebody who's willing to stand toe-to-toe with them and call them out at every step of the way. What Mr. DeSantis doesn't understand is that the people of the state of Florida don't want a Donald Trump stooge. They don't want a Donald Trump apprentice. We don't want to be Washington, D.C. We want to be Florida. 
And what I wanted to communicate to the people of my state is it, it doesn't matter who's on the other side, a failed congressman or a failed president of the United States. I am always going to be Team Florida. I'm always going to have our citizens back. I'm always going to stand up to those who would mean to do us harm or to cheapen our role in this country. Uh, that's what people of my state want. They want a governor who's going to do their bidding, not the bidding of Donald Trump. So when you talk about President Trump, um, we've got some new news that um, Justice O'Connor is announcing that she's been diagnosed with dementia. And with oh, that, no. yeah, with that, you know, President Trump may have another pick very soon uh, for the Supreme wow. Court justice. And the president has been in the midst of controversy since this latest justice, um, this latest Supreme Court justice was confirmed, Brett Kavanaugh. What do you say uh, in the midst of all of this as the nation is looking to these offices to include governorships and, 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 and the office of president? as leadership. I mean, where's the leadership in this nation right now? Well, I tell you, increasingly it's having to emerge uh, from governors and from state's attorneys general uh, and from uh, bold and courageous members of Congress and of the United States Senate who are willing to stand up and say enough is enough. Uh, this president um, uh, really believes that he's a dictator. He really believes uh, uh, that, that we don't live in a democratic republic. Um, he thinks we're in Russia. Uh, and that's a problem because this is a democracy. And what's most upsetting about it is that you've got members of the United States Senate who are unwilling. They know better. They know better. Republican members. They know better. They know that this flies completely afoul uh, to, the, to the vision of our founders, to the mission of our country to the values that the majority, overwhelming majority of Floridians still, uh, and, and quite frankly, Americans still hold, um, yet they're not willing to stand up and to push back and to say, this isn't who we are. This is inconsistent with our values uh, as a country. And so the job is now going to be left to those of us in the states to say enough is enough, to stand up and to quite frankly create where we possibly can our own little vestiges of democracy where, you know, we create the kind of communities where education is good and sound and strong, where teachers are paid what they're worth, where we expand access to Medicaid for folks so that we don't have, as in my state, one in five people uninsured and getting health care through emergency rooms, which are the least efficient and, 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 and most expensive form of care. Uh, we're having to create uh, those bastions of opportunity uh, to, to frankly create states that remind the rest of the nation that all is not lost and that the American way still lives. And if that message has to be has to begin anywhere, let it begin right here in the state of Florida on November 6th when we send that message to Washington, D.C., to the rest of the country uh, that we're still decent uh, and that common sense still prevails in this country because it can prevail right here in the state of Florida. And, and the last question on a national note, what do you think the president should do for his next pick for Supreme Court? Oh, my gosh. Well, hopefully he doesn't make it. Judging by his uh, what he did with Kavanaugh, judging by the fact that he was so willing to double down on such a questionable candidate for the highest court in the land, um, it terrifies me to think where this, where this president may go next uh, and, and, and stack in the court. It, it really terrifies me. Um, he will put his fingerprint, his imprint, not just on four years of an administration, 
but 40 years of jurisprudence in this country. Um, that is why Republicans, unfortunately, have been so willing to be complicit uh, in this presidency, complicit uh, in this national, if not international, embarrassment. It's because of the courts. So, drilling down on Florida, the state of Florida, swing state, first time ever a black man has the opportunity to possibly be the first governor of the state, first black governor of the state. Um, what are the issues right now in this swing state that really are standing out to you and for your opponent? Well, I mean, I tell you, healthcare is number one uh, for us. Uh, right now, we've got far too many people in our state um, who are literally terrified that their next illness may put them in bankruptcy. Uh, folks in my state are terrified of getting sick, working people, because if they get sick, they can't go to work. If they can't go to work, they can't earn a wage. If they can't earn a wage, they can't pay their bills. And when they don't pay their bills, something gets cut off. That's the everyday lived experience of far too many Floridians. As well in my state, 44% of the people here, working people, say that they cannot make ends meet at the end of the month. Uh, many of them are working harder than ever and still can't pull down a wage that they can survive on, that they can live on. Um, that's shameful. And so it's my priority, one, to expand Medicaid in this state, and in so doing, expand access to health care for over 800,000 people and for those of us with insurance who right now are seeing our premiums increase year over year over year, largely because we're subsidizing those individuals going to emergency rooms. Uh, so, so, so not only is it good for those folks who don't have insurance for us to expand it, uh, it also helps those of us with insurance, small business owners who complain that they can't get access uh, to extend full coverage to their employees. It helps everybody from an access and a cost standpoint that's what we're trying to achieve. Uh, it also has the uh, benefit of helping to grow our state's economy by dealing with that challenge. Uh, we've got to deal with education in my state. Right now, 40th, uh, 40th, uh, 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 the, the state of Florida's education system ranks 40th out of 50th in quality. Uh, our teachers in the state of Florida, on average, make an average salary that is the 45th lowest of all 50 states. Uh, that's what we have built under 20 years of Republican control. We've got to bring that to an end, and it's going to take a governor who has the conviction uh, and the courage to stand up to the powerful interests and say, your time is up. Hmm. So what about the immigration debate? There is this big immigration debate. Florida is one of the states that's gripped with um immigration issues i mean the system is broken but what do you recommend to fix it in the midst of all of this misinformation uh as well as a broken system that's that's on the table well i'll tell you and, and i talked to my opponent about this uh you know at the debate i don't know if we talked about it but i certainly brought it to detention while he was in congress they failed to do anything uh to address uh, uh immigration reform in this country um, still in this country, 20 million people who are here in an undocumented status uh, live in legal in everyday limbo uh, for fear of this administration uh, uh, through petty politics, separating babies from their mothers. Um, uh, we deserve a comprehensive immigration reform, and Washington has failed us repeatedly on this note. What we've said here in the state of Florida is that if you commit a crime, uh, you will be held accountable for that crime. You will pay the penalty of it. But what we are not going to do is we are not going to become a show-me-your-paper state. 
We're not going to go around asking people based off the way they look, the language they speak, the neighborhood they are living in that their children are growing up in and saying, show me your birth certificate. You won't be profiling. Someone asked me for mine. We will not be profiling. Um, and unfortunately, that's the kind of culture that my opponent, Mr. DeSantis, talked about. I mean, he, he literally uh, opened his campaign with a commercial showing him reading the art of the war to his infant children and building a makeshift Trump wall. Uh, I mean, going direct to these stereotypes um, is, 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 is abysmal. And again, I think he makes the point that he's more willing uh, to, to, to try to butter up to the president than he is willing to stand up to the president in defense of Floridians. Uh, we've got over 800,000 undocumented people in our state. Uh, they are involved in our economy. They are paying taxes because in the state of Florida, we don't have an income tax. Uh, largely, our taxes come off of consumption taxes, a sales tax. Uh, and so they're contributing to the system. And right now, they, they're living in terror and in fear because of what this administration is doing. We're not going to let that uh, change Florida. We're not going to let that grip Florida and create our state into one that is, is one where people feel terrorized. I refuse to allow that to happen. Three gubernatorial candidates in the South, Ben Jealous, Stacey Abrams, and you, all of you are, are, are faced with a lot of um, hit campaigns against you, yeah. trying to bring you yeah. down. Um, and it's not just political. Uh, some of this has uh, subtle and overt racial overtones. Um, you know, Stacey Abrams, there's a New York Times article, Stacey Abrams burned a flag with Confederate symbol in 1992. They just had an article about you doing a hit job. It was a hit article, really, yeah. from the very beginning, um, talking about you and cronyism yeah. and and and, yeah. and you being the principal um talk to me about that talk to me about this i mean it, well, was, it was a negative article from the beginning to the end and i was like wow yeah well i guess if there's anything you know you made it when the new york times uh, deliberately sets out to uh, to try to, to to tear you apart um, what i really found interesting about that is I mean, I, I, I'm, my mother was a school bus driver. My dad was a construction worker. I'm the first of my siblings, number five as of the seven, and the first to graduate from high school and the first to graduate from college. When my parents moved us out of Miami because of the rampant crime and because of their concern about uh, uh, what, what might happen, what path we might take, considering that my older brothers all committed crimes, they sold drugs, they, they, they got in trouble, they constantly had my mother in tears. She made the decision that they were going to move us to Gainesville, a slower pace, a slower lifestyle. And the, one, of the, one of the first people I met was a young man, the only other African-American who was in my honors classes. His mom happened to be in the legislature. Uh, she allowed us to tag along with us, learn the legislative process, got me involved in politics, had me watching C-SPAN as a, as a, as a jet. Uh, these are, it, it introduced me to folks and, and exposure and, and what a parent does that, expo- absolutely and, and and because of that i'm an insider because i took interest in what it meant to try to solve problems in a and to make my community better i'm somehow toxic in the process no no weight to my record no weight to what i've done no weight to the fact that the things that i believe then i believe today and have worked every single day of my public life to try to make my community better I mean, no credence to that. Just uh, he knows people who are in government and are lobbyists, and therefore he's corrupt and corrupted. There's no evidence to support that. Uh, my integrity is fully intact. 
I've never allowed for myself to be compromised in such a way uh, that my values have been questioned uh, and what I've been able to, to, to do has been undermined. That's not who I am. Um, I was raised by my grandmother and my mother and my father. My head on a daily basis anointed with blessing oil by my grandmother. Uh, there's no person, no interest, no profit, no anything big enough uh, to cause me to compromise my values in that way. But none of that got credit. And I know Stacy. I know her well. I know Ben, and I know him well. These are people of integrity, of hard work. Now, 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 Rick, so I can go out there, uh, plead the fifth 70 times, defraud the Medicaid system and the Medicare system, uh, 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 be a climate change denier. My opponent, Ron DeSantis, could take $145,000 of public money uh, and not produce uh, one receipt uh, for what he has done, his traveling, anything, right? None of that. Uh, And still, uh, no question about any of that, right? But because of who my friends are, who I know, uh, who may have mentored me at different times, uh, that that somehow I'm, I'm, I'm unfit. I mean, come on. The standard is just uh, it's amazing, but you know what, April, Hypocrisy. I don't have the luxury. I don't. I, it is. I, I wish I had the luxury of, of, of being able to sit in that, but I don't. This is our lived experience. Uh, Stacey's been black all her life. Uh, so has been, and so have I. Uh, and, and what we've learned, um, certainly I know from me and Stacey both having come from HBCUs, is that what didn't kill us makes us stronger. We have persisted and we've persevered and we've pushed through these challenges every day of our lives. And we're not allowed to, about to let the New York Times or the Atlanta General Constitution or anybody else get in the way of our blessing. Uh, we're disciplined and we're focused and we're going to win our races. Uh, and we're going to do it because it's time. And there's one more thing that that is that that people have talked about, and I want you to address this FBI investigation. That was in the yes. article as well. Talk to me about that. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the, 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 the FBI um, is looking into the actions of a colleague of mine. Um, and, and, and because over the I years. know the players, over the years, right, uh, uh, they, they continuously want to make some suggestion uh, that in some way uh, I am complicit in this uh, because I know the people um, who may or may not be under investigation, which I can't confirm whether or not any of the names that they're talking about are. All I know is what has been released in the federal subpoena, which names one of my colleagues and lays out very clearly that they believe that he's involved in the pay-to-play scheme. And what I've said is that anybody who has done anything wrong ought to be held fully accountable. I have zero tolerance for illegal and unethical uh, inappropriate behavior. And that if someone has uh, done anything wrong, they ought to be held fully accountable for their actions. We've opened up our government and made it completely available uh, to any information that we can provide. I am not under investigation, and neither is my city government, um, but anyone who has done anything wrong ought to be held fully accountable, and that's what we've supported. But, of course, facts don't matter to these folks, uh, so we have to persist through in spite of, and my community has to measure me based off of what? my actions have been and i've served for 15 years with integrity and with respect and the only reason these things have come about or have late at least have been because i'm a candidate for governor and now the democratic nominee for governor uh, but they're going to be all right we're going to push through this thing and i'm looking forward to, to winning this race on november 6th and in some in some instances in the minds of some who just happens to be black so and the last thing do you consider yourself 
the resistance or part of we the people who are still forming a more perfect union in the midst of growing pains? Well, without a doubt, I consider myself a part of, 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 of we the people. Um, so many folks um, uh, have attempted to size this race up and to put us in a box. Uh, and I told them I'm not going in a box. Um, I'm not a socialist. I'm a I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a believer in uh, the private sector. I'm a believer in business, but I'm also a believer in people. And those ideas are not mutually exclusive. In fact, I think uh, capitalism works when people are paid a wage they can live on. Uh, it works uh, when folks uh, earn a, a living where they can pay their bills, meet their obligation. Uh, and maybe be able to save up enough to take a vacation every once in a while. And that shouldn't be too much to ask. Uh, I'm attempting to run a brand of politics that simply says you don't have to pretend to be Republican light. You don't have to pretend to shrink from your values and what you believe. And you can run completely as who you are and have the benefit and the ability to win these races uh, uh, by not being perfect, but by being real. Uh, and I think that, quite frankly, is a is a is a is a recipe that more of us need to pick up and stop believing that you got to have a particular pedigree or a background or a mother or a father who did this, that, or the third in order to qualify yourself for office. That is not the case. Uh, you can come from the bottom and make your way to the decision-making table off the strength of your willingness to work. Uh, and your ability to connect with people and allow people to see themselves reflected in you. I think that's what we've done, and I think that that has helped and, and, and been to our benefit when it comes to, to, to winning this race. Anything else you'd like to add, Mayor Gilliam? Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. With this week's On the Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review on the record a product of american urban radio networks for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done.